This is the Chillinoy Podcast. Damn, I was in that shit, man. I never had no dope like that before in my life, man. That's the heaviest shit I ever smoked, man. I mean, I smoked a lot of shit before, man. But goddamn, man, that's heavy shit. So a majority of this podcast was actually recorded on Saturday, July 4th, but the rest of the podcast was being recorded on July 11th, another Saturday around 10 a.m. Yes, we had to celebrate, you know, it was like, America, fuck yeah. Uh, We were, uh, yeah, celebrating the 4th and we, who are we joined by, Justine? Uh, so today we're going to be joined by the Canna Boss Babes. They are a group out of, uh, kind of out of California, kind of out of the entire spans of the United States. Um, but they basically just provide a platform that is um, an open, safe space for women or men in the cannabis industry to come and collab together, talk to each other. They do some like yoga and therapy and um, smoke outs, all kinds of fun stuff. They have a, a whole calendar on their website that we'll get into later. Um, there is about to be a drop in audio quality. We actually recorded this one via Zoom. So there may or may not be a video coming along with it, um, depending on whether or not we can find a way to edit out their full first and last names by their video. Um, but we are going, we're joined by Ishka, Jin, and Breezy. So welcome. Hello. Hello. <laughs> thank um, you for so, having us. Yeah, thank you so much for taking the time to come on on uh, 4th of July. Thanks for giving up some of your holiday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So we're just going to go ahead and dive right in because we've got quite a bit to talk about um, and we really want to get to know all of you. So um, what what has inspired Cannabis Babes? How did you guys all come together? How long have you been around? Like, Kind of tell us the story of, of how it began. Yeah, so Breezy and I met last September actually at a high LBC thrown by our, our local LBCA. And... Um, and connected, but then connected more on Instagram. And so actually the first time I went and hung out with Breezy, she gave me my first dab. So nice. <laughs> <laughs> and we just quickly became friends, but she also became one of my first clients. I was looking to, I was actually had just left my corporate career where I had started my own consulting business and I met her and a couple other women in the space and Breezy, what did you tell me? Oh, I was, what did I tell you? I just smoked. I, what did I tell you? I mean, I, I mean, you were freaking out. You were about to come up on 6,000. Literally, I was just like, oh my goodness. I am about to have 6,000 followers. I promised everyone a party and I don't know what to do. And I really want to make some money, but I really don't know how. And I just, oh my God, like, what do I do? <laughs> the business and so Ishka was like girl calm down you need to <laughs> take a chill pill show me how to take a dab and then we're gonna try and make your oh well, I'll show you how to do your website and then I made a website in a week we made a party happen and from there on we were like this is fun <laughs> <laughs> 
It was fun and it was easy. And then I also ended up meeting my friend um, who's become like a brother to me, Rico Lamite, who had been throwing some events within cannabis for the last year and a half. So we partnered up with the cannabis. Um, in December was when Breezy and I started thinking of the cannabis babes. November and then December, I think, was when we bought the domain. Yep. Um, and started started the page. And so at first we were doing events. And then when coronavirus hit, we went live because I just didn't want to lose the connections. Yeah. Um, it was really powerful. These different people that we were meeting, the stories that I was able to hear. The I'm just very inspired by everyone in this industry. Yeah. And, and so and Jen, on, it would be like, oh, you need this? What? We have like three people over here that can help you. Like, yeah. what are you talking about? Don't go anywhere else. Like, we have it right here. <laughs> the power of the network. Yeah. yeah. The power of the network. And then Jen was one of our early on super fans. Like, Jen, when did you first even see us? Like, I, we started this March 16th. And I, I think, think it was right around then. The first few weeks. Um, I, well, because I was trying to like carve out some professional space for myself here, uh, changing directions and careers, much like Ishka was saying, um, I immediately noticed the power and potential of the platform and saw Ishka, um, as a community, community educator. And I was like, dude, I want to meet this woman. And all I did was just pass her a compliment. Like, geez, thank you so much for doing this because as a mental health professional, I know the magnitude of creating community and knowing how important that is, not just in our everyday society, but especially right now. And so when I saw the Cannabis Babes Live, I was very enchanted because of that congeniality, congeniality, yeah, whatever you say, collegiality. And then again, the professionalism. I, I really think that I applaud Ish and, and Breezy for doing this. So just for context, y'all are some California ladies, right? <laughs> we are, yes. I'm, I'm born and raised in California. Born and raised Long Beach. Okay. I am from the East Coast, so nice. I just Well, she now lives in California, so we have <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Cool. I just wanted to give that context for our listeners. Um, so Yeah, I yeah. mean, we have babes all over the country. Our... We are Zalika, who does our yoga every Thursday morning. She's from Washington, D.C. She does it from um, a Black-owned coffee shop in Washington, D.C. Sometimes it's from a park. Um, we, have, we have a woman who comes and joins us and teaches us floor, uh, uh, floor routine. She's a pole dance instructor in Ottawa, Canada. Like, we really, we have followers all over. Yeah. That's awesome. That's amazing. So um, obviously, Breezy, you had a large following um, to start with, because for our listeners who aren't familiar, you are a cannabis model. Is that correct? Yeah, actually, I only started this about in last April. I completely like my kids are going to school. I have only one at home. I was like, hey, like, I got to figure something out. I love to smoke weed. I have since I was 15. And if I could get it for free somehow, that would be incredible. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was watching people like Koala Puffs and like Medicated Marley. I was like, wow, people really do do this and get free weed. 
let's see if I can. And so I like just started posting a couple things about going to like dispensaries and like I tried to make sure I've tagged the different companies and tagged as yep. many people as possible. And it really just started working. Like I was getting so many followers in the beginning. I was like, what the heck is going on? Getting invites to like parties. And I was like, I'm totally going to try and get in this industry. I don't know how, don't know yeah. where. I'm just like, do it. I love this industry. So I've gone to countless events now and I am like enthralled by the people, the like, just the atmosphere, everything about it is so like inclusive. And even the few that aren't are like being shown to in light now. And it's literally like people are banding together. <laughs> And just loving each other. And I think cannabis yeah. always just does that for people. And yeah. it's so healing. And I, I just want to bring people together through love. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So was it hard then to get people to uh, not necessarily switch over, but start following Cannaboss Babes as well? I mean, did you guys build up that following pretty quickly? Oh, that was so easy. We have, yeah. I mean, yeah. I think we're at like 1,400 right now. Um, wow. And it's all really been... Like a I month. Mean, we had our local people that were following our events. Um, yeah. So we were probably at like, what, like 500, around five 600 in March when we started this. And then we've gone from 600 to now 1,400 since March. So we gain on average, Jen, what, like at least 50 a week, 50 to 100 a week is what it's it, starting recently, to Recently, it was 50, and recently, believe it or not, jumping. even with, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's 100. That's it's amazing. <laughs> well, you, said, you said even with, I think what you're alluding to is uh, the pandemic, and we don't, maybe maybe you weren't, but... I don't like talking so much about the pandemic, but of course the pandemic is going on. It's very yeah. real and very prevalent to society right now. So I feel like I have to bring it up. How has your guys' platform adjusted to accommodate social distancing? Um, it sounds like you guys have like the yoga sessions every once in a while. I see you guys do regular streams, but could you like maybe go through that so some of our users can maybe start to follow you guys? Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, the pandemic is what's kind of created this new platform. Breezy and I had always talked about wanting to do three things. We wanted to have events, we wanted to have a podcast, and we wanted to be able to help other entrepreneurs succeed in the space. Um, and that includes influencers. Breezy's actually, we're working on her leading a whole influencer division. So it's, you know, she's the first of many and we have others already that have been coming and, and looking to work with us behind the scenes. So um, it's always been about those three things. Um, at this point, the, the podcast has turned into the Instagram lives and, and all the downloads. And so um, and you kind of shift focus. <laughs> I said, and YouTube coming soon. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> YouTube and Anchor, yeah. We'll be adding everything to both of those platforms. Yeah. So um, it really was just about pivoting from the emphasis on the one event platform in person to, okay, now we just shift our focus to the podcast. And Instagram Live was where our biggest following was and where our biggest support base was. So it made sense to just use that. It was not 
easy at first. <laughs> oh my God, I thought I was going to lose my mind. Um, but thank God they let us download them and save them to IGTV anymore because that whole process of third party trying to screen record it and oh yeah. my gosh, <laughs> what a nightmare. Oh yeah, it was. Yeah, so, yeah. So and, so sorry. And, and then the marketing, Jen's really come on. And even though she hadn't really done anything like that before, has completely taken over the marketing and has been overseeing that. Um, she's super, uber, uber talented. And I need her on other things. So now we've actually got things set up on a process to where we're getting an intern so I can steal her away from that. But um, yeah, we've got a lot of things coming. I mean, Reese and I have our earrings, our collab earrings. Oh, um, that's so cute. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> we've got we've got Cannabis Bay masks now as well. I'm actually going to downtown LA to pick those up after this. Cool. Um, and and then we're also offering our services and and have availability for brands to be able to sponsor um, product in our lives and and different things that we do and are looking at doing dispensary tours and yeah, we have a lot coming. Cool. That's amazing. So we'll ask this again later. We like to ask it at the beginning and end, end of the show, but where can our users, our listeners rather find you guys? Instagram is the easiest place to find us. Come watch us at the Cannaboss Babes. Cool. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. And we'll have that in the description uh, as well. Um, and obviously in our promotional blog posts, but I always like to say, like I say, ask that at the beginning and end of the podcast. So. Yeah. 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 Um, of our platforms too and then it has links to our own personal pages that were set nice. up Beautiful. Cool. so people can connect with you guys that's awesome yeah yeah and um, so going back to the live streams i know that you guys work a lot obviously on um you know like mental health and healing and coping and then you also just um overall with the yoga and different guests that you bring on and stuff um, so when we're watching a live stream, is this stuff that, um, you know, that you've tried in the past that is working for you now, or are we actually watching you live in your process, coming up with new coping mechanisms, new like mental health awareness type of, uh, things or what's going on with that? Um, I think it's. I mean, for me, it's a combination of things. Sometimes I may have done it before. I had a conversation before and it's coming back up. But like the whole pole dancing thing and the floor routine, that was the first time. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds like a lot of fun. <laughs> that one I tried um, off screen and then I tried in the bedroom and did not work out so well. No. <laughs> yeah. It takes a lot of practice, I'm sure. Like I think you just need more floor space in your bedroom, though. Well, yeah, tried on the bed; it didn't work at all. Yeah. <laughs> so hear my hear hear me out on this on my perspective here. Uh, just you know, obviously we're not talking about stripper poles or the poles, right? <laughs> but people sometimes look at that and they think like it's just a person dancing. Right. But I've actually had a friend that had one of those. You you know her and. Uh, I just tried fucking around on it, doing the cool things I see some of these professionals do. And it is yeah. so fucking hard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. You have to be like a gymnast. Yes. yes. When's the last time you used it your legs to hang best upside down? Upper 
body workout though core and upper yeah. body because that's where all your strength has to come from so i'm a little obsessed which is yeah. why i'm pushing so hard for jen to get a stripper pole so i can come down and do that <laughs> yeah we're yeah. gonna start a go fund me we really are we're looking at where outside in her yard we can put it we were there last last sunday all over it nice. oh, God. just make it yeah. like a stripper pole flag pole there you go. Hey, yeah. hey, Cole, can, can I jump on that last question real fast about like, um, kind of like just trying new things. Yeah. So, um, I, I'm a, you know, I've been practicing clinical social work, but I also noticed that, um, and in special education as well, but I noticed that there were some limitations to some of the practices that I was able to do for certain, um, for certain diagnoses, especially like post post-traumatic stress disorder, um, some of the, the trainings that I was doing or the implementations I think could only go so far with certain individuals. Mm -hmm. Whereas I see the plant medicine uh, allows for some, um, it, it seems more of a catalyst to reduce some of the physiology that yeah. is going on with people so that I can actually talk them through some of these issues versus them coming in without any medication um, and feeling guarded, um, or feeling like it's not a cannabis friendly environment. It is a, a therapeutic cannabis uh, friendly environment with all of the cannabis babes. Um, and what I noticed is it makes me feel better as a practitioner to know I'm not, well, I've never been one, a huge, I, I've never been one to just drive people to psycho farm. Yeah. I do right. see that there's benefits for some individuals, but I also think that plant medicine needs to be reconsidered much more substantially. So that's why I'm trying to break in and the cannabis babes are allowing me that professional space in the cannabis industry, because I think that there needs to be a, a flattening of the stigma and more individuals uh, with my background so that we can actually serve people in a way that's actually going to help them the way they want to. Yeah. Versus yeah. looking at this as masking a problem. No, cannabis allows me to heal. Well, yeah. and so Jen, correct me if I'm wrong too, just as a, you know, medical professional who has to consider plant medicine or like you say, pharma, you probably feel much more comfortable going with plant medicine. Like you don't even, you're not really worried. The, the most you'll warn your patient as they're out the door probably is like, Hey, just so you know this. So this plant medicine thing, um, please make sure your pantry is stocked up because you do not want to be in a situation you're going to want food instead of like a Xanax or something like that, where somebody just is, it, it affects people differently. Some people it's super effective for some people, they don't remember anything they do and they go into a, like a Walter White fugue state. <laughs> yeah. you know so yeah. is, is that I, a little bit I of your perspective a quarter of the smallest dose of a xanax i'm very sensitive to medication i don't do well with it yeah it, but is that a i was i was trying to make a joke kind of but is that yeah. you know the pantry joke but is that kind of your perspective jen it's like you're like cannabis like you can try well, it and hell if it doesn't work like well because of my background i want to know what medication you know if i'm serving somebody sure. and this is sure. you know important for all the cannabis babes it's like well tell me about your whole self 
I don't want to just look at your depression. I'm not going to just look at your anxiety because those don't make you you as a person. Are you exercising? Right. Yeah. Are you exercising? What are the medications on? Do you have sensitivity to strains? Do you know anything about the strains? And so it's like, we're not just plugs like here, smoke sativa. Like, I want to know what you're sensitive to. Are you sensitive to caffeine? And so that's where the cannabis babes are, you know, have this ability to develop like an educational platform to help people that haven't really experimented in plant medicine or those that might be struggling with some past or current experiences with plant medicine, then they can actually connect with people that perhaps have the bandwidth or the scope of practice to really help people make informed decisions. Yay, cannabis bears. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And I mean, that kind of takes it back to uh, my days of being a bud tender in the dispensary is that a lot of people would come in and they would say, hey, what do you recommend? And my first question would be, how do you want to feel? You know, what are we trying to treat? What what kind of symptoms do you have? And then what's your experience level? And we go from there instead of just being like, oh, man, we got this shit in the other day that's so fire. (laughs) Like, you got to try it. I don't care that you've never touched it before in your life. Like, no, that's right. not how it works. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so, that's one of the reasons behind we, our desire to do dispensary tours, because I would ask Justine, like, how common do you find that among bud tenders where you live, um, that, that they have that kind of a medical mindset to help on that front versus are there with and, and slinging what's fire? Because we still yeah. have a lot of that here, even in the dispensaries whose owners are very active within the LBCA are very prominent within the education being fed to the community. But then I've taken friends even into some of those dispensaries and like, yo dude, are you awake? Like, like I'm literally helping people more than anybody in this shop at this point because I've seen it firsthand. Yeah. They're like, what do you want? What? Or, so, like, you know, I think that's really important. Yeah. And actually asking, what is that like in yeah. Illinois? Like, are there yeah. certain requirements for training? Because I know in Pennsylvania, there are. And in Pennsylvania, you have to have a, a pharmacy tech on staff at all times. Wow. And, oh, sorry, you have to have a pharmacy tech on staff at all times. And you have to have the terpenes on all on the top three terpenes on all packaging. And, yeah. you know, that's where we're talking about really getting into it as a medicine and, and, and even helping the butt tenders do their job. Right. There you Absolutely. go. Yeah. Right. And, and so I much to learn. I've talked to people um, kind of in, within our little Chilinois community and everything in the past, because they're so quick to jump down bud tenders throats and saying, you know, I walked into the store and I asked them about this strain and they didn't know anything. And I always tell them, I'm like, my training was, here's how you operate a cash register. Here's the rules that people can't break. That's it. Everything beyond that was completely independent research, my own initiative. And um, you know, and I tell them too, I'm like, when we get new strings in, there's, there's not a book that comes with those. They just say, here it is. Here's the percentage. It's Indica Sativa hybrid. And if you don't do that research and your bud tenders aren't taking that initiative, then no, you're not going to have a great experience. You're not going to walk out of there feeling like, you know, more than you walked in knowing, which I think, especially on the medical side is the ultimate goal is just to educate people and make sure that they're making good 
informed decisions for themselves. Yeah, and I mean, we've had the medical, we've had the medical cannabis program running since 2014, and there's not really been any state mandated training like you were asking about, unfortunately. Um, and, and honestly, the the other thing you mentioned, which is uh, the terpenes being listed, that's something that some companies do that I think sh it should be required that all companies do. Yeah. You know, um, I do too. Because, I feel like right now it's cannabis and dispensaries are felt like the retail training and right now they should be yes. medical. And that's just it. They're, they're hiring retail workers. They're not, they don't pay these people well. They don't give them breaks. Um, you know, yeah, they're treating it like retail. So yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's not retail. It's a med This is the thing we, we learned this in the pandemic. It is an essential service for medicine. Exactly. Uh, why aren't the staff being trained that way? Yeah, right. Exactly. You know well, what I because mean? that's what breaks the stigma. And we haven't done that yet. They don't want yeah. that. They're not ready for that yet. But yeah. it's the science and it's the medicine. And when we start releasing that information, and, and as we have, like, that's what I see is, look, this show, this show is, is 215 case studies. Mm -hmm. that's what this yeah. show is yeah this show when i found out that we have an endocannabinoid system i was so pissed i was fucking pissed <laughs> yeah. i just said that i was pissed because i felt so lied to what do you mean we I'll have right a back. system that this plant is for and mm -hmm. that I feel ashamed to use it. Go fuck yourself with your shame. Right. Like it's it healed. It really helped me part heal. Of the body. Yeah. It helped me yeah. heal. And how many other people do I know that are trapped in the same type of life that I was? Which, by the way, is that formula for success that they fed me and they, they yeah. feed everybody? I, I did that. I was the good girl. I did that. I lived in this box, like they said, but I was not happy. Right. And how many other people that I know are doing the same thing and are not happy. And this is the, the key to the lock that unfolds all of that. Right. This was hanging in my grade school. I took this because I was later hired at that same school to do work. Um, it says people love to wonder, and that is the seed of science. Yeah. And this picture is a THC receptor in the hippocampus. Uh, region involved in memory. This was in my uh, grade school. I took this because on the back side, uh, this would make you this would make you think that this is a pro cannabis thing. But on the back side, it says marijuana invades the brain, and it tells you you know all these different things that it does to you. And um, yeah, I just I wanted to show that because just the endo, your comment about the endocannabinoid system. A lot of people don't know that there is a receptor in your brain. This is a, a really old picture of what that looks like, and um, your body makes cannabinoids itself, um, and that's why that's why I think that's what the theory is behind cannabis medicine. If cannabinoids help you, and I mean, there's multiple ways they can help you, right? Um, if you can supplement that via plant medicine, that's kind of like the ground level of cannabis medicine. And I, I love it. So that's, I'm glad you brought that up, but 
you know, you guys have been talking about uh, what you guys do for the community and everything else. Um, what has been your driving force? Is it participant feedback, your growth, just your passion, like your love for it? What, what has been your driving force behind the Canna Boss Babes? Breezy, I'm looking at you. Honestly, <laughs> like everything, like we first like had a space where we wanted to just succeed and build each other up, but then we saw where everyone needed to be built up and everyone needed to help each other build each other up. And this, and this industry really needed a place where we could build each other up without disrespecting anyone and actually giving people room to grow, room to be a better person and change and um, honestly just create a better world for each other. And I think that we're really trying to do that and we're doing that and we're like, letting everyone know that you can be who you are you're you're amazing who you are and we love you no matter what and please just stick with us and hang out with us and let us know who you are and like let us know how we can help you yeah yeah we're very passionate passion driven yeah. like i said i i had started a whole other business this wasn't what I had started. I have a business license with another name on it over there, you know? Um, but meeting Breezy and finding out that there was such a need for this, like I thought I'd be doing this type of work, but in juvenile halls and speaking to girls in juvenile halls. And I had found a community where there's, there's adult women who need to hear this too. And so this is, this is what we're doing is we're trying to, share each other's stories and experiences and, and empower each other by doing so. And I think that that's just, you know, I, I look at it and I speak about it a lot on the show. Uh, you know, we've all become so obsessed with what's right here in front of us and become, you know, like just a bit self-obsessed um, to a degree. Yeah. And, and, and we don't seem to know how to interact with each other in an organic state anymore. And that's one thing I think this, this pandemic has allowed us to do is connect with each other on a deeper level. Because I know even at events, it was a quick, maybe 10 minute conversation, right? Mm -hmm. Nothing as in-depth as this, nothing as being able to hear about each other's stories with our kids and our and, and husbands for those who have them and, and childhoods and stories of courage and darkness and, and coming through it and helping each other through it when we're in the middle of it too. Cause sometimes that's very real and happening on the show. And it's just about keeping it real and not editing shit and reminding each other that this is what's real. Like we, we're told all these other things are, but, this is what's real. That's powerful. And so that when we work together and we work in what's real, the change we create for all of us and the freedom that we create for all of us is then real as well. And that means profitable as well because the support within this network, you know, I mean, anybody needs anything and within like two hours, done. Yeah. yeah. Done. Amazing. <laughs> That's awesome. So, yeah, yeah. I, I really just appreciate that um, 
you know, you do work to create such a safe, open space. So, um, you know, I, I go to my corporate nine to five and I'm like, yeah, I worked in cannabis, but we're not really going to talk about it and, da, 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 and go about my day. And then I can sit down and watch one of your live streams and be like, yes, this plant does so much for me. It's completely opened my mind and I can really like get down into myself and, you know, um, just really a, a nice welcoming space to work on what's really important within yourself. And, I and just, that we don't I, have to be perfect. Breezy yeah. and I really wanted that. And Jen knows how important this is too. We talked, we were talking about it last night. The importance of being able to have a place to come where you don't have to be perfect or be fit a certain mold to be welcome because we're all learning and growing and we need a safe space where we can have those uncomfortable conversations to do that. Right? Like, and when you look at growing and when you look at a garden and, you know, there's certain weeds that, yes, no, you can't allow those in. Like, I'm very firm. What Breezy said about we hold each other accountable. We absolutely do. You know, um, all of us, me too. I'm not perfect. Please call me out. I ask for it. I beg for it because I need to grow too. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and I'm, I'm big on that myself, where I'm like, no, if I'm making a mistake, you tell me. You don't go behind me and fix it. I need to know so that I can be better next time. At my yeah. old job, I used to tell people, um, we don't let each other go around with boogers on our face. So I used to have a thing <laughs> where I had like a whole campaign, no more boogers. Yeah, <laughs> and we're adults, right? But like, come on, like I had to get them to see, like that's what it's like when you let someone else go around saying something acting a certain way and it doesn't put them in the best light and they lack the awareness and there's a lot of that right now they lack the awareness because no one's ever told them it you got a booger on your face yeah, right? <laughs> yeah i love that yeah that's a really a good way to look at it for sure um so what is what's coming up in the future for Cannaboss babes. I mean, like, what is the ultimate goal for what you guys can do either in the pandemic, afterwards, once we can all get together? What's what's your pie in the sky dream? Ooh, Jen, do you want to take this one? Um, I think I would uh, actually prefer to hear you take it. I, I, oh, like the pie I feel like I talk all the time, you guys. So this okay. is. A great one for you. I, you know, <laughs> this is a great one for me. Okay. It's so nebulous. So I'm like, and I'm very literal guys. So um, it's basically a continuation of the mission and philosophy and expanding our reach. So, you know, create, breaking the stigma, creating that safe space, creating a community of collegiality, not competition, respecting Yes. respecting the somebody else in the industry that's delivering a similar product, learning from them. And instead of like, you know, creating a space of hostility, one of harmony, be like, damn, that was a good idea. No, yeah. you know, yeah. um, for, you know, there's a lot of different for-profit nonprofit, um, things that, that can come from that, that I would, you know, prefer ish to talk about. Um, but, for me, like this is, for me professionally, it is to be able to create a professional space 
for myself and for other people that are like-minded to make this a full-time job. I yeah. want this to be my full-time job. Yeah, And I think I that scares too. a lot of people, guys, in my yeah. life. And, and, you know, because my reputation was very different before, but it's not different. This is where I want to be. This is where I actually see people getting better. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. Cannabis Absolutely. is the connective tissue to most everything. It's like a unif It's like the mother gave us that, guys. Mm -hmm. You yeah. know, like Mother Earth gave us this. Why yeah. is it illegal? So I guess the end goal for us as a, you know, just to continue what you asked, is to break that stigma, allow for the respect that it needs to have in the medical industry, and to create a professionalism within the industry so that people take it freaking seriously. Right, yeah. yeah. I'm tired of people telling me I'm getting high. Really, motherfucker? I'm not getting high. I'm killing my pain so I don't have to take freaking opioids. I don't want to drink alcohol. I can yeah. function on cannabis. My anxiety go away so that I don't have to take as much of my soul off. Like, yeah. yeah. And just to it kind of go back. heal my childhood traumas, you know, from my, from my video I shared with you. Like, yeah. deep, painful childhood trauma, and it helped me heal. And that's how I'm able to leave my house after four years of social anxiety that kept me trapped to my house and my job. And it's only through cannabis that I'm now able to even like speak and share and, and do anything that I'm able to do now. And every day is a blessing because of the people I meet and I'm inspired by, but it's blessing others too. That just, I mean, that's tenfold for me. Yeah, absolutely. And just to kind of go back to what, uh, Jen, what you were saying initially, um, we had, so we did an interview with the, the owner of a group called High Chick Society. And we kind of okay. asked her a similar question. Um, we asked her one that I'm actually going to be pitching to you here in just a little bit. Um, but her mentality on it was she was like, I, I don't mind when people try to do what I'm already doing. I will allow vendors at my events that are doing the yep. exact same thing because <laughs> it's a court. It's a queen's court. We can all be queens. We can all thrive. We can all grow. Yes. And she told me that she said, you know, I make custom lighters and rolling trays and all kinds Ooh. of stuff. And the person next to me might be doing the same thing. But I know that the person who came there to buy a high chick society lighter is going to buy a high chick society lighter. It doesn't matter if they're at the next table over. If that's what you came for, that is what you're going to get. So it's, it's amazing that um, even from completely across the country, we have kind of the same mentality of like, there's no reason to compete. We can all perform, you know, like there's, there's nothing to it. It's all about having an abundance mindset. And, and yeah. I'm, I'm, I've been on that track for so long. I don't know that I ever wasn't. You know, I mean, yeah. other than like fear and like, oh, how am I going to pay my rent when I was, you know, when my daughter was younger and I'm, you know, I've been a single mom forever. So like, sure, those things. But as far as is there enough 
for everyone in the world to have everything they need? Absolutely. And if we start changing, and that's what I love about right now. I was talking to Rico last night about we're in, he's like, we'll never see a renaissance. I'm like, what are you talking about? We're in in it right now. Like we all are forced to go and follow our entrepreneurial pursuits and passions with this pandemic. It's forcing us to realize there's a whole other way of doing commerce and business. And, and yes, the financial is still important, but there's all these other ways that we're now exchanging services and building deeper relationships than money ever gave us. Absolutely. So um, we looked pretty, we looked into you guys and we immediately fell in love because a lot of the uh, values that we have, we share. Um, So that's why we wanted to bring you on the show. Um, but just in like California and everything else, what is the market like for a business uh, or organization of your type? And is it, do you see it as a common, like are your morals and values a common thing you see across the inter- industry or do you got, you know, like, is this something out of the ordinary for your market? And I think it's something out of the ordinary because I was having trouble. We were having trouble finding like, um, female-led cannabis shows and cannabis communities and so you know we like she said we had somebody on from high chick society which is actually in illinois um but we're trying to get all the perspectives on so but in your experience is what you guys like are you guys are your listeners i guess are they like oh my god we needed this like is that kind of the response you've gotten you know like this is something we've been looking for yeah yeah i (laughs) yes i um I'm blessed at least two to three times a week with a message from someone that their life has been profoundly touched. Yeah. And yesterday I was able to help a young woman escape a domestic violence situation. Wow. Who I had no previous communication with ever before, but she chose me to reach out to for help. And I was able to do that. And that's because of the trust and the relationships that I'm building with people I don't even know. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's the power of us sharing our stories. So thank you for doing the same and creating platforms. And I, I think for me, this is what I've always like in a way, this is what I've always been obsessed with and in love with is people's stories and being able to share them and like, homeless people as a kid, I, I was homeless for a time. So being able to actually get to know homeless people and, and, and spending time to get to know someone in their story and how they, they were led there, how they came to be there. Yeah. Um, you know, life is a series of chance and choices. <laughs> yeah. And, and it's powerful when we can share each other's experiences because that's how we educate each other on how to do better. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so like I alluded to just a moment ago, we asked the same question to the High Chick Society. Um, and I'm just really interested to hear answers from each of you on this, but what advice would you give to women who are looking to break into the cannabis industry like you have? Just be yourself. Always be yourself. Never try and be anything that you think people want you to be because in the end, it's going to shine through your work. It's not going to be authentic. It's not going to come off 
right. And you're only going to get those fake followers. Oh. oh, you just muted yourself, babe. Oh, you muted yourself, baby. <laughs> you're it's only okay. going to get those fake followers. Right. Yeah. And then what? Oh, man. I oh, think I she's. Can't hear you. <laughs> All right. There we go. Uh oh. All we right. still can't hear you. Unmute it one more time. Mute it and unmute it one more time. You good? Yes. yes. Now it's good. You're only going to get those fake followers. Right. There we go. My dad was trying to give me a call right now. Sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, like, I mean, even you'll get some real followers, but they're not going to be real nice. I've, And you'll get those haters, too, that want to just troll your page. I honestly, like, <laughs> just want to be who I am and love everyone. And you just got to be authentic always. Always. <laughs> Sorry, I got my train of thought totally lost on that. Part. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. You're fine, babe. You know, boss babe rule on the rule on the boss babes when you lose your train of thought is to take another hit. So we'll let her do that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, we're, we might have to take that. We're going to steal that rule. <laughs> we do it here yeah. at the Chill on Our Podcast because. I do that all the time. Oh, yeah. I'm looking for any excuse to take more hits of marijuana. Yeah, so. <laughs> right on. Yeah. Okay. So, so to, to just, you know, recap the question is what, yeah. what advice would I give other female or maybe um, people maybe that are gender fluid or yeah. trans or, you know, just whatever, right? Maybe just maybe someone that's not the typical industry owner. Right. Um, my advice is develop your own opinions on peoples and products that gives you a sense of self. Always do your research. Um, it's okay to say no. You should say no frequently. You should know what your core values are as a industry professional. Integrity being very important to me. Mm -hmm. um, honesty, <laughs> incredibly important to me. If I, I, um, and to look at patterns of behavior, if you have business with someone and they're constantly blowing you off, don't, don't, don't pursue that. Right. And, and why I think that's important to people that might be not the typical business owner, right. Is that it's, it's a natural tendency for people to want to people please and give away stuff and do things to have you be liked or accepted. I think you need to understand that, you know, Ish brought this to my attention as well, as well as many of my friends who are in the industry is, this is not an easy industry to break into. Um, and it takes a lot of trust. So no hard sells, man. If you wanna yeah. make a relationship that's gonna be long lasting um, and know your worth. Absolutely. That's solid advice. Yeah. That's solid advice. I am learning. Yeah. Yes. You know, the process. Chase Jonah attract is definitely covered in both of what they said, right? Like attract, don't chase. Sorry, strike that reverse. I know. I was like, wait a second. Yep. Attract, yeah. don't chase. <laughs> That's a big one. And, and that is tied with knowing your worth because you have to know your worth in order to be comfortable doing that. Otherwise, fear can eat away at you and you'll be like, oh my God, but, 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 but. 
But you have to trust really that whatever happens is always for your best interest. And then also for, for what I found with a lot of younger people and my daughter was one of them recently. She's a very driven young person. She's very much my mini. So just me at 19, but like knowing way more. Um, but she was very frustrated that she's had a couple different jobs and, and, you know, hasn't found the one that she wants to stay with. And I thought I wanted to do that, but now I don't want to do that anymore. And now there's all this turmoil when you're young (laughs) to have, have figured it out. And I had to encourage her and I encourage a lot of people to let go of that. Don't worry (laughs) about the long term. Think about what you want to learn next. Think about what skill you want to learn next because they're going to add up. And, and it's just a path. Like life is, it really is the journey, right? It's, it's, so it's about picking up those skill sets. And eventually, with, between chance and choices, you find yourself in a spot and you'll realize why you went that whole journey. Mm-hmm. And, and so just like trusting that and, 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 and not getting caught up on, on other things because a lot of the time something's waiting for us when we're sitting there waiting for something else. And it's like, yo, they're closed. Move on. You know? So, and, and if you're really stuck and you don't know, then, then hit up the Cannaboss Babes. Cause there that's exactly go. what we do is we help you know, everyone, and, and we're here for our men too. That was one thing why Breezy and I started this was there were a lot of women's groups out there, but they didn't seem to be so friendly with the boys. <laughs> and I, like, love is love, y'all. This is for yeah, everybody. Yeah. Everybody that wants to support each other and empower each other. This is for my women and for my ladies because they ask for it. Mm-hmm. But this is for the men that want to love love us some too like better individuals and grow in the industry totally we we're doing events with (laughs) cannabis chi jamie wolberg over there he's amazing we you know we love to be able to support all communities that are about supporting each other that that's that's it so ain't got no time for hate like yeah exactly take so much effort (laughs) And ignorance takes so much effort. I'm like, hey, before we move on to our next question, do you guys want to cheers up some cannabis? Yes. Oh, always. Hold on. Let me go grab some and we'll get some going. Okay. I think I'm going to take another bong hit. I have some really yummy Wonder Bread. (laughs) Oh, nice. I'm going to go grab that. What was that yummy J we bought yesterday? That oh Cali my green God, gold. you have the Cali green gold. Yeah, I'm going to go grab it. <laughs> yeah, she got the good good. Is that the biggie? It the, she got the biggie. She doesn't even know what's in there yet, Breezy. I'm excited. We'll, we'll get to see the look on her face. <laughs> you guys, wait till you see the look on Jen's face when she opens this thing up. It's, it's going to be good. Yeah. <laughs> Is it a very, um, very potent smelling strain? Oh, Oh, it's, it's a pre-roll and it's like totally infused and like, it's a, it's a, we like the fancy stuff. Yes. (laughs) It has has diamonds, teeth, 
Yeah. I don't know what else. Maybe I know. Breezy, like, I have so much keys. Oh, that's amazing. I know. I know. I think that is what I'm going to have to do is make some moon rocks. Hell yeah. That's what I could do with some of Jamal's stuff. Yeah, at um, cannabis recipes the other day, and with a gram of Keith, you can make um, infused coconut milk. So I was thinking like infused curries or aguas frescas or um, oh my god, I might have to make some recipes. Yeah, that would be amazing. You could even. I think I've got like two grams here. And wow. if you're, if you, one of you guys, I, I couldn't hear which one of you ladies said you wanted to make moon rocks. I recommend, oh, Zishka, Ishka, try making the new moon rocks. And by the new moon rocks, I mean, you'll recall, if people don't know, but moon rocks, the old moon rocks, the original, it's a bud soaked in cannabis oil rolled in keef. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. The new moon rocks is soaked in cannabis oil rolled in crumble. Uh-huh. So concentrate on concentrate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have a moon rock actually. I want I do that. have I do yes. still have some. Ooh, nice. What? That looks good. I was just there. I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> I love moon rock. So like, I, I never have them. it. I, I, I never have I mean I I, I smoke, I consume, but for some reason I it lasts. I'm the, saying, uh, doesn't it freeze me? Like, like, look, I still even have a lot of this. Like, the yeah. emerald, like I just, I don't know. I make things Because you spoke out of a bong <laughs> instead of rolling joints. So that's, that's definitely it. That is for sure a big part of it. <laughs> All right. Well, are, are we ready to cheers with our whatever we're smoking? F- yeah. Uh-huh. See, Chatty Kathy over here, like, Take a ball. Come okay. on, Ishka, get with it. <laughs> this is what. So my mama, um, my mama Cynthia is a black woman from Compton. She's my old supervisor from American Honda, and she's the one who nicknamed me Chatty Kathy 17 years ago. So <laughs> I always tell her, I was like, Mama, see, I'm doing something with it now. So. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay, cheers, ready? ladies. Cheers. Oh, yeah. Something about smoking a joint, man. Oh, look at that, Cole. You got, you got tricked? <laughs> he's a... I am a trick. That's yeah, what I am. He's, he's <laughs> <a> tramp. <laughs> tramp. Which one? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, fun. Well, let's, let's dive back into the our questions here. So, um... Ishka, we watched a speech that you had sent over to us um, that you gave at a cannabis conference that was super moving and inspiring. I think I I messaged you like halfway through it and was like, oh my God. And I think Cole caught me crying a little bit. Yes. Um, but did you ever, ever in your life think that you were going to be led to a position where you're talking openly about your past and you know, helping people move forward? Um, or did you ever think that, you know, cannabis was going to have such a positive, influential role in your life? Oh, uh, 
No, but I think I started realizing it over the course of the last couple years that I was being called to speak. Um, I think that I told you at the time that, and I mentioned earlier, I thought I would be speaking in juvenile halls. I thought that my purpose here was to have worked so hard, achieved a certain level of success that now it's my responsibility to go back and let other girls know what's possible. You know, I don't have a college degree even. So, like, really, no girls, you can do this. (laughs) (laughs) I even raised a kid on my own. Really, you too can do this. So Mm -hmm. I feel like it's my responsibility to do that. Um, And so, you know, having gone to the high LBC, having been exposed to education, having been an education and then also two women, um, Candace Hawes and Jackie Hernandez, who both uh, are part of OC Normal, um, who are close to my age and have spent their adult lives dedicated to fighting for the legalization and medical use of cannabis for other people. Candace was arrested when she was like 19 years old and had to spend just three months in jail and was so inspired and horrified <coughs> by the treatment of other people for this medicine. This is a medicine yeah. that she has dedicated the rest of her adult life to educating and to fighting for the legalization and, and decriminalization of, of this plant. Um, Jackie is someone who has so many different physical ailments that she is a medical patient first. She even has um, CRPS, which um, causes so much pain uh, that she has to have, she has a, an implant in her back. She has a medical box implanted to be able to help with her, manage her pain on a regular basis. Um, these are women who easily could have just rolled over and let people take care of them, their lives, and instead have dedicated their lives, pain or not, to, to every day helping others. And I was so inspired by that. For a moment, I was like, fuck, one, I've been lied to. This is medicine. We need this. Two, what have I been doing with my adult life? But the beauty of it was coming in and finding out that what I've been learning was what everyone now needs. So all along, I had to follow there to get here. Yeah. I just have to say to our listeners, if we, well, we, we mentioned it already, um, or well, we would have mentioned it already in our podcast. This, this segment is available on video. And Jen, you look majestic smoking that joint in your red love dungeon. <laughs> oh, yes. Can right? we go to that joint real quick? Because she wanted to get mad at me for the moon rock. But Jen, I thought we were going to smoke that last night. <gasps> I know. Oh. And then, like, boss, I was so tired. I was like, if I smoked this with you, I would have been out. Oh, <laughs> you would have So I'll buy one because I want to go back there again because I loved it. Oh, yeah. Medicine yeah. woman, so we'll get another one, and then we'll get Letty and and have a girl sleepover. Okay, <laughs> so sweet. Okay, I you guys, seriously, rose wrapped, rose one. Yeah. yeah, the rose one's pretty cool. Is yeah. it? 
Yeah. yeah. Okay. This I felt really cool while I was like watching myself. I felt really cool smoking this because <laughs> the smoke came up really pretty, didn't it? Yes. It looked majestic. That's what I'm saying. You looked it like did, a fucking but it rock star. A punch. So if we want to be present, like rock star. Yeah. Oh yeah, that thing. She she's getting litty. Yeah, didn't take much. You see, I was dabbing, and I took some bong hits. But with that, yeah, you had that puffco going. I love my puffco, but yeah, um, cold start dabs is the way to go. Absolutely. Hell yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I agree. agree. We got, we still got to try puffco. We've never tried one. We we'll buy one one of these days. Uh, We're we're one of those weird holdouts. Yeah, oh, okay, so tell tell- or maybe a source B or yeah, source B. There's so or Versa. Oh, there's so many different ones. I can't keep up. I literally want one of every single one. Doctor Dabber. I want them all. I figured it would become more of a thing. Yeah, totally. They're so convenient. Card. My Carta is like the most convenient thing ever. I love. Well, it. and safer. I mean, I have this crack pipe fucking yeah. torch that we use. <laughs> yeah, I burned myself hey, three times you since mean? getting a torch. Yeah. <laughs> yours yours looks like a cream. Yours looks like a cream brulee torch, Ishka. We got is. like the blue Bronzomatic sriracha bottle. To sriracha. <laughs> I love sriracha. I love sriracha. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. <laughs> um, um, so another thing that I wanted to ask each of you, um, Jen and Breezy specifically, do you guys, uh, do you also come from kind of backgrounds of hardship like Ishka or, um, you know, what was kind of your journey to finding cannabis? Oh, Jen, do you want me to go first? You, it, it doesn't matter, babe. Okay, I'll go first uh, before okay. I forget no, my past. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, I come from um, not very, like, my big picture, not hardship. Mother, father, like, cr- nice Christian family. Um, I was homeschooled. I went to public school off and on. Um, and then I went to a school in Hawaiian Gardens for a year. So, but it was a very small um, school with like 30 kids altogether. Um, it, I was the minority in the school, so I wasn't quite treated right but I don't like I knew the families there so it was okay like um I decided my mom decided that it wasn't a fit so I went back to homeschool and then I have always been like just I don't know like a black my dad calls me a rebel with a cause So I am always a rebel with a cause. I want to help people. I want to be there for people. I want to just like do anything I can to support other people. Um, But I don't want to be constrained to what my family tells me to do. So I always wanted to go out and like, oh, they don't want me to do this and smoke this. So I'm going to do that and smoke that. And like, (laughs) so cannabis to me, like at 15, was purely in spite of my parents and like 
oh, I'm totally going to just go hard in the payment. And like the friends that I had at the time with my job, like they sold weed. So it was amazing. It was easy. It was fun. <laughs> we had the coolest, like, like we would go bowling and smoke on the way there, go to the movies, smoke on the way there, bump in all the crazy jams. And like, it was amazing experiences. So like, we just chill in the backyard. And like, so I was just enthralled with the community and the like, the music and the vibes and just everything about cannabis from 15 on was my favorite thing on earth. So, but I had to keep it quiet and couldn't tell anyone. I had to like keep it hidden. Luckily, like where we lived, it was a condo. And so our garages were connected to the neighbor's garage. And the neighbors smoked and like had a little sound room in their garage. So I just blamed it on them all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Literally the every single time. <laughs> neighbors, man. Yeah, Listening like music, having parties. Lodge, like, you smell like weed, so neighbors. <laughs> <laughs> those right? damn hippie those neighbors. neighbors. My parents were like, dang, it's so strong. And I'm like, those neighbors are so wild. <laughs> <laughs> I heard them going crazy yesterday. But then I went a little too hard on the pavement. I got pregnant at 17. Um, I then like but I still like went to college I still um but I didn't ever know where to fit in I never fit in in college so I dropped out I never fit it I went and got my esthetician license and but it wasn't what I wanted to do I didn't know what I wanted to do and then I have two more I got married have two more children I um am a mother like I just love being a mother and a wife um but it was like, I still need something to make me me. And then Canvas, I feel like, just created that place. And Instagram created that place yeah. to be me. And I, once I started that, I just, I feel so, like, I'm helping so many other people. And I get so many people messaging me, like, I'm so glad that you say how much you love your children and how much you love God and how much you're in these different places, but you still love campus and you're not afraid to show it. And um, you're still learning how to show it with your family. I'm still trying to like normalize it with my family. It's not quite like on one side, it's definitely not okay. On the other side, they're being a little more open, but not like completely yes, new experiences. I'm in a live broadcast. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's okay. Sometimes it's a holiday. It's a little while to get used to, you know, yes. like it's it's new. It's very new, but it's fun and I think they've realized how much I enjoy and how much I'm passionate about it. Yeah. Hey, if, if this is a weird question, feel free to tell me to F off, but I, your nails, can we see your nails? Like, they look yeah, pretty yeah. crazy. They're a little um, broken, them. but... Those are not nails. <laughs> my talons. I actually have another... Do you use one as a dabber? I do. I do. 
I do. <laughs> calls me the a COVID. I'm like, it's not COVID. The forefinger. I mean, the pink. Especially, I thought, yeah, Breezy's great. I'm terrible. I'm like, get this shit off my nails already. I'm I did my you. nails for one day. I'm with you. Hey, girls. Yeah, I haven't I gotten my nails done in a while either. <laughs> These are nails. I did them for one day last week. She said those yeah. are press-ons, Breezy? Press-ons. She mails them to nice. me. Yes. Per- personally. Custom. Amazing. Wow. Huh. That's some extra shit. You're a boss bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I freaking love it. She's amazing, Chris. Christy. Yeah. So, Jen, what was, uh, what's your story? How'd you find cannabis? Okay. So, it was so funny because, um, I grew up in a non-cannabis friendly environment. Uh, I remember my seventh grade science project being all about the ills of drugs. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I had a traumatic upbringing, uh, discord within the family, other types of abuses and whatnot, but always put on an air that everything was okay. And no therapeutic, whatever, lots of stress, so much stress. And what I really enjoy about having Ishka as a leader is it's always like, you don't have to be perfect. No one's perfect. And I'm like, okay, who? So um, my father had (laughs) passed early on in my first year of college. And I was very in a very protected and very quiet uh, situation prior to going to college and my friends were like loose and red because that was my name you know we're gonna get you high and I'm like all right because I finally felt fucking comfortable with my rugby sisters I knew I wanted to play rugby too when I went to college and I was like fucking a sure I trust right. these babes and it was the first time I I ever felt okay being me I felt relaxed. (laughs) Um, I was like, what the fuck? I was so mad. (laughs) I remember that. I was like, why did someone tell me this was bad? (laughs) I finally felt comfortable in my own fucking skin. I didn't have the anxiety. I didn't have the Catholic guilt. I didn't have the pressure. I didn't have the secrecy of all types of abuses. That's a lot for a kid to to walk away, away with. But I also knew in third grade, I wanted to be two things. I wanted to be a baker and wanted to be a psychologist. And then I ended up being that. Um, so my, my relationship with cannabis started in college and I never really saw it as just getting high. I knew my body needed it. Um, but I also started a pretty serious relationship with alcohol and I prided myself on that because what I noticed is Gen Xers, at least my experience being on the East Coast and, you know, private schools and all this and that, like, you know, sacrifice your body, right? So, um, but I always, what I didn't understand or didn't really appreciate is like, you couldn't access marijuana. Marijuana would have saved me from a longevity of alcoholism because what I did was I utilized alcohol to remedy some of these undiagnosed ailments, things that you weren't allowed to talk about yet. I'm being educated on these things. So crazy and confusing. So then let's now speed dial up to last year where I'm no longer 
an alcoholic or functioning alcoholic. Um, I quit that four years ago and cannabis became my path, but then I became physically disabled. And um, what I noticed was as my pain was increasing, I was going to edibles more um, at night after work, whatever. So I would just go through excruciating amounts of pain during the day and have, and I mean, just an amazing amount of pressure being the sole breadwinner of my home, a regional director that's caring for special needs individuals that have comorbidities, uh, a dedicated passion to always supporting my team before myself, yet wrote countless trainings on work-life balance. Mm -hmm. uh, all right. Uh, but I couldn't keep up with the pace anymore. And I was also, as Ishka was on her departure or transition from her last company, asking challenging questions about ethics and human, human rights and not being okay with the bullshit. You know, once I'm like, I'll drink your Kool-Aid for a while. But then I'm like, did you change the formula? <laughs> this shit's giving me a fucking after soul, like an aftertaste in my soul. Mm -hmm. All right, so I'm in wicked amounts of pain. I'm spending whatever my side money I'm making from, you know, treating uh, clients privately on edibles. And I'm like, then I have, I became physically disabled. And I'm like, there's no access to edibles, you guys, where I'm at outside of delivery. And I never had a delivery. I was still under the guise that this was shameful. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, F yeah. this noise. I know how to bake and I know a lot of science. So I'm fucking taking this upon myself and doing my own medication because at the one of the last experiences that I had, there were two things. The cost was becoming prohibitive. And secondarily, a woman, when I was telling her about my physical strains, she was like, I don't think you should buy that. I think you should get this. And I was like, why? She's like, well, they spray the product on those lozenges. I'm like, what? What do you mean they spray it on? And she's like, yeah, yeah this is a better product given your f physical symptoms, but it's not as fire. And I'm like, well, I want something that's fucking fire because I'm in so much pain. And I, like, of course, with the clinical background, want wellness for people. I've always been serving people. I love that. That's what I was put on the earth to do. So I was like, I, so I figured it out, basically, science, math, took it upon myself. And then, you know, I see the cannabis babes and people are like, oh, you know, is this a conduit for your own private practice? And I'm like, no, I always want to have like something that, that I can do as like a hobby, but I want that professional space. Yeah. Uh, uh, because guess what, guys, I can't afford the licensing. You asked that question earlier. Where are you guys in this cannabis industry? And I'm like, fuck those taxes that the state puts on us. <laughs> fuck the way that you can get alcohol and cigarettes. Right. Look at how they treat this industry. And I'm going to use my goddamn papers, all my degrees, and I'm coming for you people. Yeah. Because I'm tired of it. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. so yeah, I'm using all of that history and my own physical disability to now switch it's still education it's still cannabis it's still science oriented it's still clinical but within the cannabis industry and i think that that's something that 
um, is a deficient area. And the more of us that we can get and create that safe space, like the can of boss babes does the better. Yeah. Jen, you know, you're, uh, pleasant bubbly and very intense i would hate to be on the other side of the debate table with you you're just <laughs> Yo, you're very, not kidding yeah you don't want to be jennifer jennifer's different jennifer, jennifer's a different beast <laughs> no but i love that see that's exactly what it is though and that is what a can of boss babe is right is there are many faces there are many things that we need to do as women. Um, and I take pride in that. I don't see that as a negative. Some people feel like, hey, I can't be myself everywhere. I hope you don't keep going to those places. Find places where you can be more yourself. But I also, you know, like as loving and as generous as I am, you heard a babe, bitch, I will cut you. Right? <laughs> so I like, I, you know, like, I, I'm sorry. I, you know, I'm a little gangster kid from fucking Oakland and I've come a long way, but I'm still that bitch. Don't test. <laughs> like, well, and the thing is, is like, you know, it's funny to my daughter's mortification because in school, it's the same thing. You mess with my kid. You better believe I am up in that school so fast. And yeah. I've made head spins, and I've made lots of good friends now at the district. Um, and, you know, but, like, kill them with kindness is always the first attack. And that's just because I really believe in what I said at the beginning, where it's about recruitment, right? It's about, it's about, I want, I don't want to just live in a bubble. I want to grow this bubble to be the world that I want to live in. Like, I don't want to just have it be a bubble. Mm -hmm. And, and so in order to do that, you have to be willing to expand and go outside your bubble. So Amen. while we are a business that's inside the cannabis space, we're not mm -hmm. a cannabis business. And that's part of the strategy. Like we, we have three pillars. Now we have our media, which is this, which, you know, we have plans for that. Um, and then we also have our influencer business and being able to help influencers and other businesses and brands be able to launch and grow what they're looking to do, but also be able to help them clarify what that is, because that has to be the first step. And so that's where, for me, having come from a background, a corporate background, having been able to help companies grow exponentially, um, having Jen's background with the psychology and the needs of people and patients and Breezy, who I don't even know. Breezy, I always gush about you and I do it to her all the time, but I just like, she is the most naturally, emotionally intelligent person I know. And coming from someone who has dedicated decades of her life to culture and being able to create diversity and a world that I want to be in, whenever I talk to Breezy, anything business, she is so fucking right there with me on an ethical level as to what we need to do. And there's no question. And so being able to work with a team where there is no question as to what right is, um, 
is very empowering, very inspiring. And, and I think that, you know, the rest of the team is like that too. And, and today we don't represent how diverse our team is with the three of us, but like, <laughs> I love being able to look at our meetings because we have our zoom meetings and we'll have, you know, six, seven screens up. And there's all these beautiful faces, but then we even have screenshots of when our kids come and sit on our lap that I've made my 19 year old sit on my lap just to, <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, and, and so like, that's the reality though, is like that we can be both. We can be moms and we can be bosses yeah. and we are doing both and we're happy doing both. And that that's worth more than any chain to a career or a box. Right. Yeah. Because I mean, it's, it's definitely, um, breaking down that stereotype of you can do one or the other when you're saying, but check it out, look how easy it is to do both. And we love to do that. We're not told that we have to, we do it because we want to. We do it because we want to, but right now with this pandemic, going back to that real quick, and I know both of these women here are having to make a decision as to what they're going to do with their kids in another month. Mm -hmm. And so we're looking at again and, and again with the Renaissance, right? We're having to find ways to do both. We yeah. have to again. Yeah. Like, well, and you're not doing yourself any favors by limiting yourself, you know, to one or the other. It's you need to be well-rounded. So, ladies, our listeners need to get in touch with you. We mentioned, or at least, you know, like follow you. So, we mentioned how you can find uh, the Cannabis Babes on the internet. Can you please reiterate that for us and maybe just give us a quick rundown of some of the things they might be able to tune into? Like, you mentioned uh, yoga sessions, I think, on Wednesdays? Thursday morning Thursdays. for yoga. Um. So Breezy is on with us Mondays, Wednesdays, and Friday mornings for a Breezy Wake and Bake. We've got Jenny Greenleaves doing, doing all kinds of science and education and baking and And wake and baking. Yes. On, oh, yes. Oh, see, I'm messing it up. You guys take it. What are we doing, ladies? <laughs> Oh man. Well, me and Jen wake and bake on Mondays and then we always have like a different we always have different people like throughout the nights. We have our chef nights on Friday nights with Chef Jay. We have Thursday mornings with um <laughs> Oh so my god. Yes. Yeah. Jen, yeah. you need to finish it. Jen, what are yeah, you doing no, Thursday so, nights so now? Have you guys checked out the the Friday night dinner show with with Jay Farms LA. No, his not yet. his handle is Jay Farms LA. Despite okay. his concentrate, you know how it is when someone takes your your handle. His concentrates are chef curated, and it's Jay Farms. But that is one of the best freaking shows, especially as a couple, because you guys can like go back and like cook with him. But he's from New York. You guys would freaking love him. He's like an amazing chef, but it's also cannabis friendly. But the tips and tricks that you get off that show, and I've been cooking since I was 10. I was independent cooking for the whole house at that time. And uh, I'm still like just amazed every single time, hands down. I walk away with some education and then feeling 
really food horny. So if either of you are foodies, I know this is on a podcast. I, we need to forewarn. Hey, that's no, it's all good. This is perfect. If you read, Cannabis if you and food read goes hand in hand. She's not kidding. She gets it's really so unfair. I really okay. So so you know we were doing this full quarantine, right? And Jay's been with me from the beginning. He actually we have some ties to him in our origin story, along with Breezy. But I ended up meeting him afterwards in January. And then when we did this in, in March, he was like, hey, I'd love to come on and, and cook and show people how to, how to, you know, do some things for cheap, right? Because everyone was worried those first few weeks of making things stretch and when will we go to the store again? And, and, and he's a celebrity chef. So he's, he's done it all and worked for everybody. And, and he cashed in on that and sold his business to go into now this line of concentrates that no one's done anything like it. They're really amazing. So, um, but he still loves to cook. So he cooks for us every Friday night and it's always something special. And the last few weeks we've been able to actually go there in person. So Jen, all these Friday nights beforehand though, all the comments in our lives, I was just like, (laughs) Oh my God, I'm dying right now. She's, I'm blushing. Like I'm the color of her. Like, oh my God. I can't. And, Cause and it's the way he talks. person was so great. It. Wasn't it? I, everything is so great. And the entertainment value. It's like you, you feel like you're there, but you really want to be there so bad. <laughs> and the way I frame it, yeah, it's you know, it's mildly provocative. Wink, wink. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> in some, in some maybe majorly provocative. Um, but that's I, you know, I am I have a high emotional intelligence as well. I want people to know, like, how yeah. can this one or two people create such a visceral response? Like, I have to. I'm yeah. sorry, but I have to actually get going. I need to go be a mother. You Got take away. care. Oh, right Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you. Bye, Reason. See you later. Thanks, Reason. <laughs> yeah, that's Boss Rule number one, right, Chief? Oh, sorry. Well, boss Babe, rule number one is a boss babe always handles her own business first. So, that's yeah. Right. That's fine. I love it. Yeah. I love the, uh, the, like, I don't know how I'm, what I'm trying to say, but maybe you can f- fill in the blanks. I love what you've done, Ishka, with your organization where you really preach that, like, you know, nobody's perfect and take care of yourself. Take care of yourself first. Yeah, it's just very nurturing environment to, to work in. And, um, yeah, it would be very very calming and reassuring to be a part of for sure. And that's why we wanted to bring you on so we could uh, allow more people to be a part of your organization. So I hope that our listeners in Illinois and beyond check out the can of boss babes. Um, Again, today we had on Ishka, Jen and Breezy. So yeah. 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 Thank you. <laughs> we have our website. We can be found at www. Does anyone say that anymore? Thecannabossbabes.com and also on Instagram, thecannabossbabes.com, um, Facebook, thecannabossbabes, and Twitter, thecannabossbabes. So we're we're pretty much on every platform. Awesome.
And I'll tell our listeners, don't forget the at the beginning. It's the Cannaboss Babes. Because yes, it I is. Tried so to go you got to do it like this. The. The. <laughs> yeah. I, because I, I tried to go to cannabossbabes.com this morning and my computer would just kept like thinking, thinking, thinking. I'm like, what the hell? I know this is a website. And then I, I double clicked on your Instagram. I was like, oh my God. Okay. <laughs> it's, uh, you know, and it's the funniest thing in the world to me when I went and looked at that domain, the fact that it was available kind of blew my mind. And we're actually in the process of filing our trademark. And so nice. the, I mean, everything is clear. This is very much, like I said, I have a business license in a whole other name <laughs> that I just got last August. It's not even a year old yet, but, yeah. um, but this is what is the calling and, and, and we're here and we're happy to do it. I'm, I'm really excited. I have amazing women, obviously to work with and like every day is, this is my life. Oh yeah. <laughs> Well, it's been a pleasure, and I want you uh, ladies to come on again in the future. I know you're in California, but this is a platform that we try to make it a communal platform, and uh, I mean, we'll invite you on in the future, definitely, but if you ever want to come on and speak about something, if you guys are, have a targeted message, message that you've come up with, Jen, I know you've got a lot about, like I said, you're intense. You've got that scientific background, and you really know how, you've got a passion, and you know how to convince people of what is right. And so if there's ever, ever any time where you're just trying to get your word out to more people, reach out to us. Like I said, you know, we're going to reach out to you because uh, this has been a very pleasant experience and we just love what you guys stand for. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. We would love to have you on as well. I really do. Yes. I would love to speak to you together yeah. separately, however you like. I, I'd love to hear more of your stories. This is a lot of fun, but I like to hear your stories. So okay. I was thinking yeah. the same thing. Yeah, we'll that. We're always down. Yeah, always down. Always down. Awesome. So, thank you guys so for much. joining us. And again, we look forward to having you on in the future. And Absolutely. people, check out the Cannaboss Babes on Instagram. And did you say it's the cannabossbabes.com? It is the cannabossbabes.com. We have a cannabossbabes.com. It's landing page pretty much right now. We're building on the back end. We've got a lot more coming, but yes, check us out. Hell yeah. Awesome. Hell yeah. Cool. Absolutely. Enjoy All your right. day, everybody. This was yeah. an amazing opportunity. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. yes. Thank, Thank you for joining you. us in the holiday. So. Yes. Appreciate <laughs> it. We really appreciated those ladies giving up their Saturday morning to hang out with us on 4th of July. Nonetheless, it was really cool to talk to them. I personally, as a woman in the cannabis industry, was very inspired by that. In fact, I think that Canna Queens is going to give up on the edibles for a while and kind of work on empowering other women in the cannabis industry. So keep an eye out because there's going to be a whole website redesign and um, our Instagram page is going to change and all that good stuff because that is just how inspired I am by Ishka, Jen, and Breezy and all the other Cannaboss babes. Go ahead, if you're comfortable, Justine, uh, plug where you can find the Can of Queens. Right now, you can't really find the Can of Queens anywhere because the website is down while it's being redesigned. Um, but you can still find us on Instagram. It is Canna Queens Co. So that's C-A-N-N-A-K-W-E-E-N-S-C-O. So Canna Queens Co., Find us over there. Um, I'm working on putting some more content out in while we're in the meantime of redesigning the website. 
um, just to kind of give you guys some sneak peeks. And then there's probably going to be some sort of relaunch party because that sounded like a good time with that Ishka and Breezy had with a website launch party. So I think it sounds great. Cool. Thank you. Um, so that's all we have for this week. Um, thank you all for listening. I hope that you found value in this podcast and I hope that you get connected with the Cannaboss babes because, um, like I, like Justine said, actually, and, and the Cannaboss babes said earlier, it, it's, you know, it's for females first and foremost, but males are welcome. So I've actually tuned in to a few of their yoga sessions in the morning and, um, it's great. So I encourage you guys to check out their website, check out their calendar, uh, find an event that works for you and get your support from the Cannaboss Babes. Yep. Just don't forget it is the cannabossbabes.com and on yes. Instagram as the Cannaboss Babes. They are the Cannaboss Babes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. Thank you for listening to the Chillinoy podcast. This is Cole Preston. This is Justine. Goodbye. Take care. <laughs>